It's your favorite mother-daughter duo, Sylvia and Monisha, and we're here Here on on purpose. purpose. You're tuned into the Pop of Pink podcast. POP is an acronym for Perks of Promise. We created this podcast to encourage and inspire others to walk in purpose and go through the process and enjoy the Perks of Promise. In pursuit of purpose, you get the Perks of Promise. You gotta trust that process till you get the Perks of Promise. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you all for tuning in to another episode of Pop of Pink. Make yourself comfortable and hang out with us for a little while. Um, We recently celebrated the Easter holiday, and I think sacrifice is a great topic for discussion. We're going to be talking about um, sacrifice, what it means, um, how to shift your perspective of what sacrifice is and how you deal with sacrificing. So we're going to call this episode, It's Costly, right? So when people think about sacrifice or having to sacrifice something, they usually think of it as being something negative. Um, now, having to sacrifice does not feel good, but the outcome usually works out for our good. So if we think about sacrificing in terms of If you're saving because you have a goal in mind, you have to sacrifice some trips to the mall. You have to sacrifice eating out, but your focus is on the bigger picture. The same as if you have a goal concerning your your weight and your fitness, you have to sacrifice eating certain foods. And it doesn't always feel good, but you're able to endure and press on because you know there's a bigger picture. And sacrifice actually by definition is destruction or surrender of something for the sake of something else. And I'm going to toss it over to my partner in purpose here. Um, Mom, what? Hello, everyone. Um, I want to start out with a scripture. And that scripture is Mark 14 and 36. And it reads, and he said, Abba, Father. Everything is possible for you. Take this cup from me, yet not what I will, but what you will. And as I read that scripture, and as Jesus, of course, talking to the Father, and this was right before he was to be crucified, and he was in the garden, and he was talking to the Father about, and when he said, take this cup, and when I looked up, you know, a cup, and I looked up the, the word in the context of this scripture, it's like one's lot or experience, you know, whether it's joy or adversity, that's how it feels. And I was looking at that as it pertains to sacrifice, because we know he was getting ready to give that ultimate sacrifice. Mm-hmm. He was getting ready to be crucified for us. And so when we think about sacrifice, it's the act of giving up something that you want to keep. It's not a sacrifice if it's something that's not going to cost you anything. If I go in my closet and I pull out 10 things that I haven't worn in years and I give it to someone and they may look at it and they are accepting of it, they appreciate it. But in my heart, you know, it may to them look like a sacrifice, but to me, it's not really a sacrifice mm-hmm. because it's not costing me anything. I'm giving out of my overflow. 
So when you look at a sacrifice, a sacrifice is giving something that you want to keep. That's good. When Jesus said, you know, this cup, when he was talking about that cup, it this is something that this adversity, he was getting ready to die on a cross. And he already knew that because he's all knowing. So he knew what he had to go through and what he was getting ready to face. But the thing is, he said, Father, but not my will. He 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 said, nevertheless, you know, he wanted to do the will of the Father. So when we look at sacrifice, we have to understand that sacrifice is given of something that we really want to keep. But when we purpose in our heart to let that thing go that we really want to keep, that's when we get the reward, you know? That's good. Yeah, that, that's when we can say, you know, that we given out of sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And that's that's good that you um, brought up the point about giving from your heart. And I think that's kind of, that's really the key to sacrifice. And I think we, in society, and we have a culture that, you know, we like to bypass the process and we don't really honor sacrifice in the same way because we like to think, like you said, we want to give out of overflow. We want to give out of convenience. And that seems to be kind of the way of the world now. Like we give, but as long as it's not an inconvenience, as long as it doesn't cause us to be uncomfortable. And I think that speaks to kind of a lack of a culture that, you know, has a lack of discipline. Um, because we don't truly understand what it means to sacrifice because we can say that we've sacrificed so much, but at the end of the day, what has it really cost you? What have you really given up? And I think when we look at it like that, we can say that a lot of times what we thought of being a sacrifice, we didn't um, really sacrifice anything Mm -hmm. because it didn't cost us anything. It didn't Um, cause us to go out of our way. And I think that's what sacrifice and sacrificing causes us to be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and step outside of ourselves. And if it doesn't cause those things, then is it really a sacrifice? Are we really sacrificing anything? That's good. And one word that you said that kind of stuck out to me was discipline, Mm -hmm. because I think discipline and sacrificing go it goes hand in hand because when you have to sacrifice something, it's going to take discipline mm-hmm. because our flesh want what it wants. And, and you look at, cause if you look at when we fast, mm-hmm. when, when we're led to go on a fast, that takes sacrificing what our flesh wants. Our flesh wants to eat. Our flesh wants to drink. It wants to watch TV, all these things that make us feel good. That's what our flesh desires. And so fasting, we know it it takes discipline Mm -hmm. as well as sacrifice. And I think those two things go hand in hand. And I remember, you know, growing up and you may hear your parents, you may have heard your parents say, you know, I sacrificed a lot for you Mm -hmm. to do this because I wanted you to do better. I wanted you to have better. But from a child's perspective, when you hear your parents saying, 
what they sacrifice, you don't really understand that until yeah. you mature and you get older. And even when you become a parent, you know, those of us that are parents, when we have children of our own, we understand then what our parents meant when they say sacrifice, because it cost them something. Mm -hmm. What they were saying was, I put aside, I could have went and bought me a new dress, but I chose to buy you this extra thing that you really didn't need. And a lot of parents do that. They will uh, put, give the children access mm -hmm. and hold back from doing the bare minimum for themselves. And that's a true sacrifice. And so a lot of times we, we need to realize that when we say, you know, we sacrifice, but did it, was it something you wanted? Mm -hmm. Was it something that, that you wanted to keep? And then when we think about that word, just think about God sending his only son. I have one son and I'm going to tell you right now, I would not sacrifice <laughs> my son. And, and, you know, not only did God sacrifice him, he sacrificed him for people he didn't even know. I mean, can you imagine mm -hmm. if you're a parent sacrificing your son yeah. for any reason? People you know or don't know for any reason. So when you think about that, maybe you had to pull back from the table and you couldn't have, you know, your sweets for 30 days or you had to turn off your favorite TV show for 21 days. That's nothing yeah. compared to, you know, the sacrifice that, yeah. that Jesus, he died for us on the cross. He gave up his life. He was beaten. He was spit on. Mm -hmm. He was humiliated. They, they tossed lots for his clothes. I mean, all this stuff. And we sitting complaining because we have to give up a piece of cake mm -hmm. or a TV show. Yeah, that's good. And I think um, when you made the comparison about how, you know, parents will often tell their kids how much they sacrifice for them. Sometimes we are like those children mm -hmm. where we know the story. We know that God, you know, gave his only son for us. And, you know, we have the audacity to complain when, you know, we're given instructions to do something, That's when he's true. asking us to give up something, you know, just when you put it in that perspective, it's like immediate repentance. Like, yes, how dare <laughs> us not be obedient to God? How dare us complain about having to turn down our plate or to give? when he gave the ultimate sacrifice of his son. And, you know, along those same lines, you know, how you were saying, you know, you have one son and you couldn't see yourself sacrificing your son. I think when we think about sacrifice along the lines of, you know, um, discipline, we also look at you're willing to sacrifice for things you love. Mm. And that hits a little different too, because, if we are not willing to sacrifice, if we say we love God, then why do we struggle to sacrifice when he's given us, you know, instructions of things that we need to do? Because when you're, you know, as a mother, you go through a lot in nine months while you're carrying a child, but you're willing to sacrifice your body and sacrifice things because you know that you're about to bring a child into the world. We're willing to sacrifice a lot of things for our children because we love them. Mm. And, you know, you look at 
in the Bible, the story of Abraham and Isaac, he was willing to sacrifice his son, the son that he prayed for. He was willing to sacrifice his son. That's how much he loved God and trusted God. And I think that kind of, (laughs) (laughs) like we can pause for a second there because that really, I think gives us something to really, you know, think about. Um, like where do our priorities lie? Like how much do we really say God does what we say match up to um, our actions? That's good. And when you were talking about um, the mother, like carrying the child for those nine months and how you will sacrifice Mm -hmm. what you put into your body because you want to ensure Um, that you have a healthy child. So you don't want to put anything in your body that's going to harm you Mm -hmm. having that healthy child. So you sacrifice what your flesh may want. If you know it's not something good, that's going to be productive in the life of that child. So, and, and if you look at that from a spiritual perspective, if you think about birthing out promise. Mm. You know, God created each of us with a purpose in mind. We all were a divine design. He He had a purpose when he created us. And so when we want to push out purpose, so to speak, we have to be careful what, what we put in and what we, we are willing to sacrifice. So some things we have to let go. Mm -hmm. Some things we have to deny ourselves because we want to birth our purpose. And so in order to push out that purpose or birth that purpose that God has put on the inside of us, it takes sacrifice. It takes discipline. We're not going to be able to do everything we want to do. We're going to have to be careful of what we allow to come into our, to get into our spirit. Mm -hmm. Certain things we're not going to be able to watch. Certain places we're not going to be able to go. But it's all a part of sacrificing for the promise. That's good. You know? Yeah. And, you know, along that lines too, um, I've seen cases where people, you know, you can know someone who they may drink, they may smoke, but the minute that they get a positive pregnancy test, Mm -hmm. what they said they could never give up, they give it up with no question. So I think a lot of times we um, make selective sacrifices. Like we say what we could never give up. We could never see ourselves doing this. But when the circumstances change, when we really want something, when we really want to, um, even if we're talking about, you know, purpose, when we really want to pursue something, we'll make those sacrifices with without a second thought, with no questions. So I think we need to take a look at the areas where we're being selective in our sacrificing when it's not mm-hmm. true sacrifice. Because if, you know, someone who you've known, they smoke three cigarettes a day and they mm-hmm. can, you know, they say they could never give it up. But once they become pregnant and they know that they have a responsibility to bring this life into the world or we're talking purpose or an assignment God has given them, they're able to let go of that, which they're holding on to in order to see this thing through. That That's really good. 
And also, you know, if you look and you think about um, back to um, discipline, Mm -hmm. back to discipline, we can be disciplined and in the area of we want what we want, the Mm -hmm. material possessions, like she said. But when you think about it, we kind of get it wrong because we are willing to sacrifice for the creation more than we are for the creator. Mm, so true. without the creator, there, there would be no creation. And we seem to be more disciplined and more willing to sacrifice to get the gift of the creator that the creator has given us. We're focused more on the creation than the creator. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if we can sacrifice and discipline ourselves in the area of our finances to get our dream home, to to get our dream car, to save for this elaborate vacation. But when it comes to the things of God, if God say, you know, I need you to fast for three days, I need you to fast. I need you to just turn down your plate. I'll need you to eat or drink three days. We act like we're going to die, that that we can't do it but we can save for years so that we can turn the key and walk into that dream home. So sometimes we have to get our perspective right. Yep. We, we have to change our perspective. And, and if we can discipline in the area of feeding our flesh, we can certainly discipline in the area of feeding our purpose, That's which true. one is, is lasting. The, these things of the world are temporal. They're going to pass away. But when we are building spiritual currency, mm-hmm. that's worth more than a million dollars in the bank. Because spiritual currency is what we're going to need to help us get through those tough times. And and so I think we have to also look at that. Mm-hmm. What do you sacrifice? Are you sacrificing more for the creation than you are for the creator? That's good. And I think, you know, one point that I wanted to make when you brought up perspective, I think that is really the key is when we're able to shift our perspective, because, you know, like we said earlier, a lot of people hear the word sacrifice and they automatically think of what they have to give up that, you know, it's a negative thing. But I think if we start to look at sacrifice in terms of, you know, not being the ending of something, but the beginning of something. Like, I think once we shift our perspective in what sacrifice is, then it comes easier. And we really do that self-examination and that hard check when it comes to how we're thinking about the idea of, you know, what it is to sacrifice and sacrificing. So I think now is a good time to lead into our pop quiz question for the week. Um, Every episode, we pose a question for you guys and we answer and we love to hear your feedback as well. So this week's pop quiz question is, What's something you've learned from either sacrificing something for someone else or someone sacrificing something for you? Um, I can, I'll jump in and, and go first. I think when we make a sacrifice, it's letting go 
when we're sacrificing for someone else, it's the act of letting go. Mm -hmm. And therefore, I think we need to free ourselves up from expectations because why are we really sacrificing? Are we sacrificing for someone to come back and validate us that, oh, thank you so much. We want the pat on the back or mm-hmm. so to speak. So when we sacrifice, what what is the reason, reason behind it, so to speak? So with me, I think when I sacrifice for someone, I do it because that's what's in my heart to do. Mm-hmm. It's what God has purposed in my heart to do. So when I make that sacrifice, whether that person acknowledge that sacrifice or not, it will not change one way or the other how I feel about the act of sacrificing because I'm doing it out of the goodness of my heart. Mm-hmm. And then on the reverse side, when someone, when I know someone have sacrificed for me, I look at the ultimate sacrifice, you know, that God sent his son to die on the cross. That's the ultimate sacrifice. And then even as I look back and, you know, my mom, you know, bless her heart, you know, she's gone on to be with the Lord. But I look at the sacrifices that she made for me. And I was always thankful. You know, Mm -hmm. I may not always have gotten what I needed, but I acknowledge the fact that she denied herself so that I could have more. Mm -hmm. So I think it's our perspective on either way, whether we're on the receiving end or the giving end, it's how how we accept that and and our perspective of it. Um, And I'll say for me um, that, I mean, you brought up... um, grandma and you know i know that you know she was not rich but she gave she was a giver and that's something that i always um i admired about her and i took from her because no matter what she always um she just had a heart for people and she was a giver and i think that when we think about sacrificing and the idea of sacrificing we understand that you know, God gave his son for us, you know, he died for us. And I think that message is further confirmed when we see that in other people, when we Mm -hmm. see people who have a heart for Christ and that love for Christ, and they extend that love to you. When you see that, you know, I want to say in real life, but when you see that manifest in people who are, you know, believers, in Christ. And I'll, you know, I'll give the example of, of you, um, you know, when I was going through chemo and my biggest thing was, oh my gosh, I'm about to be bald. I'm losing all my hair. And, you know, you had already gone through breast cancer. You had already went through, you know, chemo and you still went and shaved all your hair off while I was going through, um, chemo. And to me, you know, that was a sacrifice. You had already gone through breast cancer. That's not something that you had to do. You were not obligated to do that. You know, as my mother, you know, of course you were, you know, there for me and supportive. But to me, that was, you know, an example of of sacrifice because that's something that you didn't have to do. That was above and beyond. I think that kind of, for me, put the idea of sacrificing in perspective where it's not 
Um, it's not something that you do out of convenience. It's really taking the extra step and doing something that's above, you know, and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we want to hear from you guys. Um, so we're going to pose the same question to you. And, you know, if you have a question for us, you can send us those questions as well. And you can email us at hello at popofpink.net. Um, but we would love to hear you know, your answers to the question. And again, you know, our pop pop quiz question for the week is what's something you've learned from either sacrificing something for someone else or someone sacrificing something for you? So please, you know, we want to hear your answers. Again, that email is hello at popofpink.net. We can't wait to hear from you all. Thank you for tuning in to Pop of Pink. Be sure to follow us on IG at Perks of Promise and subscribe to our newsletter at www.popofpink.net. Until next time, walk in purpose, go through the process, and enjoy the Perks of Promise. In pursuit of purpose, you get the Perks of Promise. You gotta trust that process till you get the Perks of Promise.